In Los Angeles County, about 30,000 kids are at some phase of living in the foster care system. 30,000, that's three and then four zeros. That's most of Dodger Stadium. Of those kids, around 1,400 are waiting on adoptive families. It's 1,400 children who, they didn't do anything wrong. They're just, they're just waiting for someone to look at them like human beings and say to them, okay, you're worth it, come on in. Of those 30,000 L.A. County kids, a handful are at this church. And of that handful, three of them live at our house. And, you know, I say house, but I sometimes think of our place as a sort of ER triage. (laughs) Other foster families will know what I mean. Uh, It's a lot of beaten up people, us included, broken and bandaged and trying to locate the source of the injuries using incomplete information. Every child in the system, no no, uh, exceptions, is a traumatized child. A couple of weeks ago, Daniel mentioned the idea for this year's Advent and how it would work. And waiting in darkness was supposed to be this week's theme, and Daniel said, uh, I guess you guys know something about that. Yeah, I said, we know something about that. This is a big week for us. Uh, our seven-year-old has been with us for three years, and his two older sisters have been with us about half that time, and we love them. We're proud of them. But this week, the court trial that decides fundamental pieces of our children's future is happening. For reasons that are probably obvious, I'm not at liberty to get into specifics, but these are decisions we've been waiting on for three years. And I say this from experience, waiting sucks. Our hearts are groaning to give our kids the basic reassurances that parents give their children. But we can't, because we don't know. By the way, we're not the only foster family here who's in this position. In fact, uh, another Grace family also has a potentially game-changing hearing this week. It's the season, I guess. But one thing I don't have any doubt about is this. It's, it's, It's this tension, this darkness is where God wants our family at this moment. We're not living the end of the story. We're living the middle of it. And I believe with the help of this community, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. So a little over a week ago, uh, our 11-year-old was uh, having a hard time with not being picked by her classmates to run in her school's turkey trot. I never get picked for anything, she said. And I told her, well, we picked you. And don't kid yourself, we were given the choice. (laughs) And we chose you. That's a powerful idea for a child to wrap themselves in. But it wasn't until my wife and I had done this for a while that I began to understand something equally powerful and maybe more miraculous. Every day, every morning, our children wake up 
and they make very risky and difficult decision for themselves. They choose us. I can't overstate how big a deal this is. None of this is their ideal life, but I'm transformed by the reality of their choice. And that's, that's maybe the most Advent idea I can imagine. I was chosen by a child. My wife was chosen by a child. You were chosen by a child. In the darkness, in the waiting, we were chosen by a child. Emmanuel is with us and for us. And I think maybe that's what makes the waiting bearable. Only other thing I wanted to say, uh, when, when Daniel asked me to offer a meditation today, I told him, sure, but you know me, I'm, if I have a mic and an audience, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upsell foster care. And, uh, you know, I realize not all of this is coming across as this ringing endorsement so far. <laughs> but I have to tell you, this experience is amazing. These incredible children will blow your mind. We're called to be people who do this, who live a James 1 life. This is what the church is for. And there are so, so many children who need Advent made real in their lives. Please pray with me. Lord God, for us, you made yourself small and vulnerable and dependent. You thrust yourself into the waiting darkness with us. Set our hearts alight for the most helpless among us. Teach us how to fill this dark time with your light, your hope, your assurance that you're building a new thing. You're making it right. For those of us who are looking forward to difficult weeks of court cases, stress, financial uncertainty, family drama, workplace frustration, give us peace, give us guidance. Remind us who we are, who you are. Take hold of these situations and steer them toward you. We thank you for your bottomless grace. We pray this in your name.